How do the Lions win this division? And Clinch will tell you and much more on a Wednesday Locked On Lions. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, here we go, everybody. Matt Derry with you. It is a Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day on a Wednesday, December 13th into Thursday, December 14th. Thursday means crossover. Locked On Lions, Locked On Broncos. Our boy, Sarah, the host of Locked On Broncos, co-host of Locked On Broncos, will join us tomorrow right here on Locked On Lions. We preview Denver. If you missed Mike Pritchard yesterday, the former Bronco wide receiver and NFL analyst for VEASAN, Go back and watch it or check that out as well. But thanks for making us your first listen. Checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, thank you for subscribing and watching on our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. Matt Derry with you again on a Wednesday edition. And Lockdown Lions today brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code in all lowercase NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Shout out to our everydayers who either watch or listen to the show every day. We appreciate you that as we try to bring you content each and every day. Happy birthday to one of our everydayers today, the legendary, the founder of Financial Architects, Inc. in Farmington Hills, Ken Grace. Ken, I love you. And uh, what a great guy. What a great man and mentor for me. Ken Grace, his birthday is today. Also, we got to give a shout out to Jared and Jackson Hone, Lions fans down in Oklahoma, Jared or Gerard, I think it's Jared, uh, tweeted to me at Dairy Speaks the other day and said, my son gets in the car every day and says, what's Matt going to complain about today? Well, yeah, nah, or, or or get riled up about today. So Jackson, thank you for uh, knowing that I'm a bit of a whiner. Jared, thanks for hitting me up as well. The Hone family, big Lions fans down in Oklahoma. Coming up on the show today, how do the Lions win the division? We'll let you know. Uh, secondary shuffle, Aaron Glenn announcing some things today, which I thought were interesting. Quentin Bohanna is gone. Bizarre, but he is. And uh, I got some uh, important numbers for you. Stats as well that we will get to you today right here on Locked On Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen. Twitter at Dairy Speaks at Locked On Lions. Find us as well on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. And again, on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Um, all right, where do we start? Well, first and foremost, while it's doom and gloom and everybody, oh, Jared Goff sucks and uh, Aaron Glenn's going to be fired and let's play Hendon Hooker. I'm not doing that today. What I will tell you is my crack research staff right here on this very uh, iPhone uh, was giving me some numbers and just some clinching possibilities. Because yes, despite the fact for the last five weeks, the Lions haven't played their best football, despite the fact that at one point they were uh, eight and two now sitting at nine and four. And you do the math, that's one and two in their last three games. Probably should be one and three in their last four games if you go back to the Bears win. But regardless, the Lions will win the division at nine and four with Minnesota at seven and six and Green Bay at six and seven. Nice job, Packers, Monday night losing to Tommy DeVito or Tommy Cutlets. Is that Tommy Cutlets bit played out? Oh my gosh. Um, Anyway, the Lions will win the division with two more wins as long as Minnesota just loses one game. 
two more wins for the Lions, gets them in. Even if, all right, Minnesota, let's say Minnesota loses to the Bears, touchdown Bears, but they sweep the Lions, it doesn't matter. Lions win the division with two wins as long as Minnesota loses one of their next four games. That gets the Lions to 11 wins and caps out Minnesota at 10. Two straight wins coming up against um, Denver this week, Minnesota next week, guarantees the Lions NFC North champions no matter what happens to Minnesota at Chicago. All right. 10 wins for the Lions probably gets them into the playoffs. All right. That would put pressure on a couple of these six and seven teams like the Packers uh, to go 4 0 the last four games. Here's your Armageddon scenario. If the Lions lose their next three and Minnesota wins their next three, the Vikings will win the NFC North no matter what happens when the two teams play in week 18. Because that caps the Lions wins at 10. And Minnesota would have divisional tiebreaker if they win 10 games with four division wins since they play Detroit and Green Bay now the next uh, two of the next three weeks. Detroit is two and two in the division and Minnesota is two and one right now. So there's a chance the Lions could end up in the division two and four because, of course, they've already played the Bears split with them. They've already played the Packers split with them. That would kind of be your Armageddon scenario. But win two and win this division. And it starts this Saturday night, primetime. 8-15 against the Broncos. And think about this for a second, all right? I'm going to filibuster for a minute here. The Lions in prime time this year have been great. At Kansas City, under the lights, Arrowhead Stadium, got the dub. Week four in Green Bay, Thursday night football. On Amazon with Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit. How about Al Michaels getting bumped from NBC for the playoffs? Ouch. He's 79. He's 79 years old. Al, time to walk away. Or not walk away, but just let somebody else have a chance. And anyway, won that game. All right. Monday night football against the Raiders. Won that game. The Lions in prime time. Not saying prime time games. I'm not talking about Thanksgiving. I'm talking about night games are three and oh. So that's good. They got two more to go here. And who knows? Could they flex one of these Vikings games if week 18 comes down to it or something, which we hope it doesn't, that could be flexed as well. The Lions have the Cowboy game in prime time in two weeks on Saturday night. And of course, this Saturday night's game against the Broncos. And so far, they've answered the bell. Um, and one thing we'll talk to Sarah Bettinger tomorrow about, co-host of the Lockdown Broncos, is, is Denver ready to take the next step? Come into Detroit, which is going to be hostile on Saturday night, and take care of uh, the Lions. Broncos are the worst, number 32, the worst run defense team in the league. Lions can really run the football. They're excellent. We know this. Montgomery, Gibbs, the offensive line, if healthy, and Taylor Decker was back at practice today, so that's good. Ragnow, back at practice today, that's good. Lions should be able to run the ball on Saturday night. And if they push Denver around a little bit and run the ball, that keeps Russell Wilson off the field and that keeps Jared Goff from turning it over. So that's a scenario for you right here, right now. Lions got to win two and they win the division. All right. And, you know, I've seen people say, well, just go two and two in your last four and you're fine. Lions would be fine. 
I've seen other people say, nope, they're not winning another game. They're playing like crap. Come on. Anybody seen the Vegas line for, for Saturday night? Opened at like three, three and a half. Lions are now a five and a half point favorite out in Vegas against the Broncos. Somebody out there thinks the Lions are going to win. And win, I'm not saying convincingly, but Denver's won six of seven. Lions are limping in. You'd figure this would be three, three and a half. But our friends at FanDuel have it at five and a half right now as the Lions are favored. Might be time for Denver to be knocked down a peg a bit. Because remember, their offense has been struggling all year for the most part. But they take away the football, the Broncos do. They're number one in the league. And they've been really, really good at it lately. And so they've had short fields for Russell Wilson. They've gotten some breaks. Hopefully the Lions take care of the football. No turnovers Saturday night. Play a clean game and win. All right. A uh, couple of interesting notes from Allen Park today, including Quinton Bohanna no longer being on the team. Bizarre. Poorly handled by the front office. Not I'm, I'm going to get to it. And uh, the secondary shakeup. We will get into all of that um, coming up next right here on Lockdown Lions, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every single day, Lockdown Lions today. I mentioned it before, brought to you by Prize Picks. Hey, um, daily fantasy that is so much fun, right? And is just a lot of fun when you talk about picking players rather than worrying about the games, worrying about your fantasy team, but picking players at any point. And you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections, and you watch the winnings roll in with prize picks. It's daily fantasy that is more fun than anything else, all right? And now, you don't just want to do it with NFL, basketball season as well. You can now pick combo projections from football and basketball from the specials league. So, for example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combined three-pointers made and receptions, you could do that at prize picks. What about this weekend? Jameer Gibbs, you want to go more than or less than 75 rushing yards? You can do that at prize picks. All right. They also offer a reboot policy in case one of your players gets injured. No other daily fantasy sports platform has an injury insurance policy. That's what makes prize picks so awesome. Go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown NFL and use code lockdown NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's pricepicks.com slash NFL. Code NFL. You're going to get $100 off your first deposit match. Daily fantasy sports made easy with prize picks. And hey, we mentioned them before. FanDuel, new customers, going to get a $150 free money in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet at FanDuel. America's number one sports betting app. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now's the time to do it. No better time to get in on the action. You got college bowl games coming up. You got NBA in full swing, NHL, NFL, of course. The app is so easy to use. It's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash NFL and kick off the NFL season with FanDuel. FanDuel the official sports betting partner of the NFL and the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, so here we go. Aaron Glenn, future head coach. Woo! Aaron Glenn, Lions defensive coordinator, spoke today uh, to the media 
down at uh, 222 Rodwood Drive. And number one, some fans noticed, and I noticed this as well, but I didn't mention it on the show, and I should have. Brian Branch was not on the field as much as we thought. There were times I would watch the game Sunday against the Bears and go, where's number 32? Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator, said today that there's a reason Brian Branch isn't playing so much because what they were doing was earlier in the year, he was playing some safety, some strong safety, and he was playing some nickel cornerback. They believe Brian Branch should be playing nickel corner only right now. They want to keep him fresh. They believe that's the best spot for him. And so he was only out there about 58% of the snaps last week. To me, Branch is one of the best players on this defense. But they all of a sudden are very high on Ifiatu Melifonwu at strong safety and Kirby Joseph at free safety. Ify is now your starter. Today it was confirmed by Aaron Glenn that, yes, Melifonwu needs more opportunities. He will start again. And Tracy Walker remains on the bench. Now, if you remember earlier in the year, when C.D. Deuce, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, got hurt, all the Lions said was, oh, we got a starter on the bench, Tracy Walker. We re-signed him a couple years ago. He's been here. He's been a leader on our defense. He's been a starter. Tracy Walker's uh, PFF grade and passer rating against him is like 117. It's enormous. He's been brutal. And if he was a top three defender, as I told you Monday, from PFF from this past weekend. So the former Syracuse cornerback slash safety now is entrenched as a starter until Gardner-Johnson comes back. So Melifonwu um, is going to play a lot. Brian Branch might not play as many snaps as we want him to. This is where they think the Lions are best defensively. Now, if the Broncos decide that they want to spread it out and play three wide receivers the whole time, which is not really their MO, but, you know, Dallas does it, you know, with, with, with Gallup and with uh, Lamb and those guys, uh, um, um, Cooks, we may see more Brian Branch against the Cowboys in a few weeks. May see him against the Vikings more. But for now, that's the situation. So I find it interesting. And again, it just goes to show, oh, and by the way, Kendall Vildor is going to split reps with Jerry Jacobs too. Yikes. Here's a guy off the street that the Lions picked up, and he's now a co-starter with Jerry Jacobs, who has not played well the last few weeks. Again, if Emmanuel Mosley hadn't torn his ACL in the first play back, that poor guy. We would be seeing Mosley, Sutton, Branch. Jerry Jacobs has been solid for the most part this year. This past Sunday against the Bears, he was horrible and got benched. And you're probably saying, well, wait a minute. What about a guy like Stephen Gilmore? What about a guy like Dorsey who's been, who, who played during the preseason? They feel like Vildor, who was a starter for the Bears years back, brings some more stability and some more, you know, veteran savvy than the young kids. I mean, Stephen Gilmore has been inactive basically every week. Lions aren't ready to go that route just yet. Will Harris? Yeah, good luck. The Lions know he stinks. He played one snap on defense this past week. So the secondary is right now very iffy. No pun intended. 
They've got to get better production. And it starts this Sunday or Saturday night with Cam Sutton against Cortland Sutton. Cam's been the one guy that's been pretty darn good, but nobody in that secondary has played well at all uh, recently. Hopefully, this Saturday night, they get well and they play better. Uh, as far as Quentin Bohanna goes, here's a bizarre one, okay? And I, I don't know, you know, I don't know what Brad Holmes is doing when it comes to defensive linemen and the coaching staff, but here's one for you. In weeks 11 through 13, Quentin Bohanna started at defensive tackle and was rotating in with Elaine McNeil and Benito Jones. Remember, the Lions picked him up off of Dallas's practice squad, put him on the active roster, then put him back in the practice squad, but was elevate, but they were elevating Bohanna every week. Then they ran out of elevations for Bohanna. Okay. And uh this Sunday, they left him on the practice squad. He wasn't even had, he didn't even have to be deactivated. He was left on the practice squad. Quint Bohanna was playing better, even though he wasn't great, playing better then and practicing better than Onzarike, Broderick Martin. And Isaiah Bugs, he was playing. Those three guys weren't. They were not even on the active roster on Sundays. Today, the Tennessee Titans have plucked Bohanna off the Lions practice squad and onto their active roster, and the Lions lose him for nothing. Again, I'm not talking about Indomitian Sue from 2013, okay? I'm not saying Quentin Bohanna is Dexter Lawrence or Quentin Bohanna is Michael Dean Perry or Doug English, all right, or Howie Long. But Quentin Bohan, how do you go from starting and being active over the other three guys for three weeks in a row? Then, because the he ran out of designations or elevations from the practice squad, he was free to be plucked away to another team. And that's exactly what happened today. Bohanna goes to Tennessee, and now he's on their active roster. And the Lions lose him for nothing. Chris Smith, uh, ex of Notre Dame and um, um, Cranbrook High School here in Detroit um, or Bloomfield Hills, uh, is now back on the practice squad. <laughs> Come on, Lions. D did Isaiah Bugs or Onzarike or Broderick Martin, did any of them wow you this past Sunday? And I guess they're all the same. So maybe they're just like, look, we can't put Quentin Bohanna on the active roster because it's a roster crunch. I don't know. They couldn't elevate him anymore. They had to either put him on the uh, active roster on the 53 man or lose him if someone else plucked him. And today, Tennessee did. I guess the bottom line is Bohanna, Bugs, Onzarike, Jones, anybody not named Lee McNeil has to improve. We saw a little bit this Sunday from John Kaminsky, who played both inside and outside. He played a good game. But, you know, I guess all these guys are the same. And to the Lions, it wasn't that big of a deal to lose Quentin Bohanna. But again, there's only so many guys you can elevate. There's only so many D tackles you can carry. One of these people, Onzarike, Martin, uh, bugs have got to step up to go with Benito Jones and I guess uh, the, the former uh, uh, LA Charger and Pittsburgh Steeler, uh, Tyson Alu Alu, 
who have, I would think would be elevated this week. So Lions have all these D tackles, and they're all mediocre. <laughs> That's the bottom line. But Bohanna, he's gone. That's it. Out. So uh, there you have it on the uh, Quinton Bohanna situation. All right, coming up next, uh, let me give you some stats. Let's do that. Coming up next. Uh, first, though, Skylight Frames, folks. You need that great <coughs> holiday gift. Are you looking for a meaningful gift this holiday season that your loved ones will actually use and enjoy? Gifting to friends and family with young children or even a new baby, the perfect thing to do is to give them a Skylight digital frame. It is a touchscreen photo frame you can send photos to right from your phone, okay? And they appear in seconds. You can even preload the photos before the box is opened. So when you're giving them somebody this gift, it's unwrapped, plugged in, and right away, all their treasured memories with all the pictures of them and the family and everything else will appear. It's a great group gift. Invite multiple friends and family members to share photos in the same frame. All right? Looks beautiful in your home. New color options to match any style. You got a black frame, white, silver, limited edition uh, poppy, which is like orangey red, and even gold. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. Uh, special limited time offer for our Lockdown Lions listeners. You get $15 off your first purchase of your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash lockdown. That's skylight, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T, frame dot com slash lockdown you get 15 percent off a skylight frame skylightframe.com slash lockdown all right i mentioned it before big saturday night battle nine and four lions seven and six broncos the broncos at one point were one and five treading water in big trouble sean payton and russell wilson's a disaster Blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, they're just finding a way to win. They're not lighting you up offensively. They're not even great defensively. But they're winning in the takeaway game. And uh, that's a big situation for Denver. The Broncos right now, as far as takeaways, have 24 takeaways on the year, tied for first in the league. Lions have 14. 12 less, or excuse me, 14, yeah, 10 less takeaways. Broncos have 24, Lions have 14. That is 26th in the league. Lions have got to find a way, take the football away, need some turnovers. Denver's defense in the league, 30th, giving up 377 yards a game. Lions are 15th for the big one, run defense. Opponents are averaging 144 yards a game against the Broncos, 32nd in the league. Whereas the Lions are top five in running the football at 137.5 yards per game. Lions have got a way, find a way to get that running game going. If Jameer Gibbs is hot, keep feeding him. Remember the last time the Lions played a, a night game at Ford Field against the Raiders? That was a Jameer Gibbs show. I know David Montgomery was hurt, but still, Gibbs and Montgomery need to be the focal point this Saturday night. Denver's offense, throwing the football, 27th in the league. Lions are 7th. Red zone efficiency. Broncos, 26th. Lions, 12th. Right, Denver's below 50% in scoring touchdowns in the red zone. So you look up and you say, how are the Broncos 7-6? and six? They've been really well coached. They've had short fields with the turnovers, with the takeaways. And on third downs, 
They're second in the league. Opponents, 32% conversion rate on third downs. What have been the Lions' biggest problems the last couple of weeks? Third downs and turnovers. Time to get that figured out, straightened out Saturday night. Denver's playing good football right now. Are they scary world beaters on offense? Oh my gosh, no. Uh, John Tay Williams, uh, Javante Williams, and Jerry Judy. I mean, I'm on Ross St. Brown as the Lions' best receiver. He's over 1,000 yards receiving already. Cortland Sutton's had a really good year for them. Is right at 700. Right? This isn't the, 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 the Air Coriel Chargers coming in here. This isn't even John Elway and Ricky Nateel and Vance Johnson coming in here. All right? Future head coach Aaron Glenn and the defensive staff got to find a way to scheme and get the Broncos off the field. I'm sorry, but if the Lions win the toss, take the ball, please. Don't defer to the second half. Because the last few weeks, all the other team does is get the ball and score. And it's 7-0 before, you know, you've heated up your Stouffer's French bread. Those are good, by the way. Um, defense, turnovers. Don't turn it over yourselves. Get that crowd going, you know? Make, make some plays on defense. Somebody's got... Kirby Joseph last year was such a ball hawk. Where's that been? Somebody put a, a helmet on a ball and let's get a fumble here. We know Russell Wilson runs around and waves the football. Take the ball away. Because if it gets close at the end and you know, Sean Payton, you know, scary. And Denver plays really physical too. They'll hit you. They'll hit you. All right. Tomorrow, locked on crossover. With Sarah, the host of Locked on Broncos. We are back again tomorrow for another edition. Thanks to our everydayers who are with us. We appreciate you right here on the Locked on Podcast Network.